Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Haim Roche, bringing you another inspirational message designed to help you focus on the greatness that's within you. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. We've been on this beautiful conversation. And before we dig in, I see that my mom is on. I see my niece Shayla is on. My sister uh, Candace Precious, um, how you doing? So we're going to go ahead and dive into and continue a conversation that we have been having. Um, for those that do not know, you can make sure that you continue um, in the conversations that we are having when, you know, on the go for my, my podcast lovers. So if you're an Apple person and you are able to lift in your low love listen to podcasts on the go you can be able to listen to it through apple Podcasts. for my android lovers out there um, you can be able to listen and go through spotify and you can listen to continue the conversations that we are having through those platforms um, also i want to be able to give you an opportunity and a chance to continue to support the focus on greatness podcast god has blessed us so far that we have been able to continue to grow that is my objective my objective in my heart is to be able to sharpen the skill set that god has given unto me to be able to do so that i can better serve the people that listen to this program, that listen to the podcast um, and continue to follow me. So if you want to be one that supports and the continual growth of Focus on Greatness podcast, you can do that by making sure that you are supporting or donating to my cash app, to the cash app for the Focus on Greatness. You can be able to do that right here on the Focus on Greatness, and it will go to the growth for the development of the podcast in and of itself. So let's go ahead and we're going to dive into the conversation. We have been, again, having a conversation dealing with 
after freedom. Now, the concept and the mindset of after freedom is what do we do? As much as we, we pray and we talk about the things that we want to be able to have and to engage in, um, in reference to our freedom in life, freedom financially, in relationships, whatever the thing might be, the question that I ask myself is what do we do after we get the freedom that we're asking for? And so we've been on this journey of conversation dealing with this context so that we can all be on the same page of what we do when that happens. And so um, so this mindset that we're going to be dealing with, we're going to be dealing with the context tonight that I believe is very, very, very important. Um, and this is dealing with the this mind games. Now we're going to start this conversation. I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep my, my objective tonight is to stay as calm as possible because I want to make sure that we are able to get this thing, get what we're going to be talking about. I want to make sure that it settles down because sometimes I believe that even though we have freedom, we're walking to try to go after freedom. And as we talked about before, we might have deliverance that we're in. Sometimes I believe one of the greatest struggles is this right here our mind. Our mind is the greatest struggle. Even after you're out of whatever thing you were struggling with, even after you have walked it out, sometimes what happens is it's the mind that gets us in trouble. Because even though physically you might be out of the place, mentally you might still be in the same place. So again, tonight's conversation, we're going to be dealing with mind games. Now, we're going to start this conversation through Exodus chapter 32, um, verses one through four. Again, Exodus chapter 32, verses one through four is what we're going to read. And so I'm going to read it. It's, a, it's again, it's a couple different scriptures, but it's a reason why I am doing it the way I'm doing it. I want to make sure that we all see it. We all understand what is being said so that you can have a broad and an understood picture of what's happening. So in Exodus chapter 32, verses one through four, this is what it says. It says, and when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, up, make us gods which shall go before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what is become of him. And Aaron said unto them, break off the golden earrings, which are in the ears of your wives and of your sons and of your daughters and bring them unto me. And all the people break off the golden earrings, which were in their ears and brought them unto Aaron. And, and he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a graven tool. And after he had made it a molten calf, they said, this is the key right here. They said, these be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Now, I, I want to... I want to make sure that, again, that I take my time so that we can have a clear understanding of what is going on. Now, as I was reading this scripture, the thought that came to my mind, um, I was reading multiple different scriptures, but we'll go through tonight. And as I was reading these things, the thought that came to my mind was, what type of mindset, what type of mindset do you have to be in? What type of mindset do you have to be in to be able to have 
to, to coming out of slavery? What type of mindset are you in when you come out of being in bondage for all of this time? Again, we have to remember these children of Israel were in bondage for 400 years. They were in bondage for 400 years. Now, with that thing, there is something that happens within their mindset. There were children that were born in slavery. So they, they, they came out with a certain mindset. They, there were relationships that was birthed in slavery, but they had this certain mindset. So we have to be able to understand what is going on in the minds of these people, just like we have to understand what is going on in our mindset. So there is three things that we are really going to be able to pull out of this. And I might be able to give us a fourth, but there are going to be three things that I want to be able to pull out of this that we realize is happening. Now, before they were in slavery, they had these three things. Before slavery, they had these three things. And we have to understand that they were teaching their family the legacy every single year. Every single generation learned and understood the legacy or the history of that family. They understood what was going on. They understood um, the, 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 the people that they were connected to. They understood what God did before this moment. So they had an understanding of what God did before um, or while they were in slavery, as well as before they were in slavery. But the reality of what was going on at this moment is in this moment is vitally, uh, vitally important for us to understand that in this moment, in this specific moment of where everything that is going on in this moment, they are being conditioned in their mind as slaves. And so what I want us to see is these three things that we're going to deal with tonight is this. They, they, they were looking for protection. I want somebody to put that in the comment section. They were looking for protection. The other thing that we're going to deal with is they were looking for provision. Now, these are things that they had before they became slaves. They were looking for protection. Somebody put that in the comment, protection. They were also looking for provisions. They were looking for provision. And the last thing that they were looking for was his presence. Now, again, these things the children of Israel had before before they got into this bonded scenario, they had these three things. They had protection, they had provision, and they had his presence. This were, these were things that they had before they got into slavery. So now when they get into slavery and sitting in here for 400 years, what we end up seeing is now while they're in this specific situation, what we end up seeing is they're now when it's time for them to come out of this, when they're time to come out of this, they are now in a place and in a posture in a position where these things they knew about, but they had not experienced. So in the delivery end portion of them being delivered out of bondage, them being delivered out of what they were going through, them being delivered out of this thing, what they were thinking and what their expectation was in their mind was that I was going to get protection, provision, and his presence. 
Now, again, I need us to understand this as we go forward. Um, as we go forward, I need us to understand this because it's vitally important for us to recognize this, that again, they were looking for his protection, they were looking for his provision, and they were looking for his presence. Now, I want to pause here and I want you to think about something. When God removed you out of something, when God told you to do something, I can think about different people in scripture, but I can think about even myself. When, when you know that God moved you out of something, there was a specific form of expectation that you had of God. There was a specific expectation that you had that you were thinking about where, where in your expectation was God will make sure that he provides for me in this. I, I know God did not tell me to move over here. I know that God did not tell me to go over here to this job. I know that God did not tell me to move into this new place. I know that God did not tell me to come out of there. I know he didn't do that and not expect. I did not. It wasn't that my, my expectation was I knew you was going to bring me over here and you was going to take care of me. I knew that for sure. I knew that when you took me out, you, my expectation, my mindset, was that you were going to provide for me. I know that many of us that are on here and many of us that will be listening even through the podcast, I know that even in our lives that we knew it and expected that when God told us to go do something that he was going to protect me. And when stuff start happening, I was trying to figure out in my mind, wait a minute, where is my protection? You did not bring me out here to not give me protection. And so these things I need us to understand and put in, in a practical context because I want us to see and to recognize that these three things, I, I, I didn't hit presence on purpose, but these three things, these three things, the protection, the provision, and his in his presence, these three things we all expected God, expecting of God to be able to do. So in their moment of being come, just freshly coming out of slavery, freshly coming out of bondage, freshly coming out of this thing, I am expecting God to protect me, God's presence, and God's provision. I'm expecting this from you. This is what I'm expecting. And I'm going to share something with you that I believe is vitally important for all of us. So let's start with this context of protection. In Exodus, Exodus, Exodus chapter 14, they have now just come out of bondage. And while they're coming out of bondage, there is something that is happening. They, they're, they're walking out of bondage and now they are stuck right in front of this large mass of water. They were good. They were chilling for a minute. They had rested up. They, they, they were good because now they're out. The, the glory of God has been hovering over them. They've got some, some cool breeze happening. And so they're good at this specific moment. But then something happens. The enemy starts to come. And while the enemy is coming, this is their statement and this is their mindset. In Exodus chapter 14, Verses 11 and 12. This is dealing with the protection. Exodus chapter 14, verses 11 and 12. This is what it says. And they said unto Moses, <laughs> because there were no graves in Egypt, has thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? 
Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? You and took us out of bondage. Did you take us out of bondage just so we can die out here? Because you think there was not enough graves in Egypt to be able to take care of us? Is that what you thought? It says, is it not, is not this the word we told you when we was in Egypt saying, let us alone that we must serve the Egyptians? Didn't we tell you to leave us alone? We was okay getting getting beat. We was okay being 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 in bondage. We, that was what we we started to get used to being enslaved. We we started to get used to being in this position. We started to get used to being entrapped. We got used to that. We got used to that being our mindset. We got used to what they were doing to us. We got used to being in a bad relationship. We got used to having a bad mindset. We got used to the drugs being, addic being addicted to the drug. We got used to being addicted to the pornography. We got used to bad mindsets and bad relationships and bad friendships. We got used to those things. I didn't ask you to come get me. We told you when you came and got us, leave us alone. We're, we're okay. And now that we're out here with you, now that we're out here with you, have you not brought us out here just so we can die? What happened to the protection? What happened to you protecting me? I thought you were going to protect me. I thought what you were saying was when you brought me out, you were going to protect me. But now, now it looks like in this moment, you're not protecting me. You are hurting me. You have brought me out here so I can be hurt. I was hurt there. I didn't need to be hurt in here. I didn't need to be hurt in this situation. I didn't need to be hurt here. God, I thought when you called me here, you wasn't going to let this do happen to me again. Why would you bring me here and tell me to do this and call me over here and bring them to me? And this is what happens? Where is the protection? I thought you was going to protect me. I want you to hear this. This is something I want you to hear it. So here is the definition for protection. The definition for protection is the act of protecting or the state of being protected. Preservation, preservation from injury or harm. I, 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 man, this is too good for me. It's, it's the act. It's, it's the act. It's you showing. It's something that you do. It's a show. You show him that you are protecting me or the state of being protected. It's for you to give me preservation. It's protection from any injury or harm. Now, I, I would ask a question. I would ask a question for some people in here, but I know it sometimes can be difficult to be honest. But how many times have you felt you were not protected? How many times have you felt, God, you and called me over here or I'm in this new thing. You and asked me to do this business, but I don't feel protected. How many moments do you feel that when 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 you got out of something now all of a sudden all hell has broken loose and I do not feel protected. Now now understand this they are saying this while there is a pillar of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day. Mind games. They're, they're, they're so focused on the situation that is happening that they forgot.
that he's still protecting them. I know that the situation looks like you're not being protected, but he's still covering you. Let's go to this next piece, because here's another situation where they're in the midst of going through some things. And another thing comes up talking about their provision. And while they're going through this, dealing with their provision, while they're going through their provision scenario, this is what happens in Exodus chapter 16. I'm just going to read this. In Exodus chapter 16, this is what it says, 16 chapter 3. And this is what I want you to do also. Write this down for you that are going to be taking notes or listening later on. Also reference Numbers chapter 11 verses 5 through 6. These are both contexts of them complaining about provisions. Here it is. Exodus chapter 16, verses three, it says this. And the children of Israel said unto them, would to God had we to died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt. He was there talking to him. Really, they clown it. We could have died when he was sending pestilence and storms to, to, to children of Egypt. He didn't have to bring us out here to die. He didn't have to wait until we came out here to die. Listen to what they're saying. When we set when we sat by the flesh pots and when we did eat bread to the full, for ye have brought us forth in the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. Now, hear me, hear me, hear me. Again, we've already dealt with protection. Now what they're talking about is provision. Have you ever been in a moment? I, I, you just got to be honest with yourself. We're, we're dealing with mindset here. Have you ever been in a moment where you felt like your expectation for this moment was that God was going to provide something for you? Whatever that might have been, whatever that might have been for you, whatever that prayer was that you asked him for or whatever that thing was that you thought. Let's let's not only talk about God, but have you ever been in a relationship and you were expecting them to provide something that you did not get at the moment? Have you ever been in a moment where you were expecting a business deal to go through and it did not provide you what you were looking for? Have you ever been in a moment where you felt like everything was going wrong and now I'm looking for provisions? Have you been in this moment? Understand something. Have you been in this moment? Listen to their mindset. You should have killed us with the plagues that you were killing them with. Because when we were there, I want you to hear it. We sat by flesh pots. And when we did eat bread, we was getting full. But in here, out here. You have called me out here to a place that I'm not familiar with. You've called me out here to a place that I don't know where I'm going. You've called me out here and in, out here, I don't feel like you're providing. Now, here's the, here's the thought that I think in my mind. You might have been eating bread. And you might have been getting full. Historians, some theologians actually say that they were. 
They were getting full. They were they they were eating nicely in reference to they were eating fish and they were eating bread. These are things that they were eating that they were getting and being full off of. Is what they're saying accurate? Yes. But they're missing something. You're no longer bound. I, I, I know I know that sounds simple. They're no longer bound. You're not talking about, you're not talking about the moments of when you were getting your back open. You were not talking about the moments when you were, when you were having to carry things that you couldn't carry. You're not talking about or reminding yourself of the moments of when you didn't get to go to sleep really because they worked you so hard and they kept working you and kept working you until they got everything that they wanted out of you. You're not talking about the pain that your bondage gave you. Only thing you're looking at is what God is not providing you right now. And theologians and historians say they wasn't starving like they said. They just didn't get it when they wanted it. So have you been in that moment where you start complaining about something not being provided when you thought it was supposed to be provided? But the reality of it is he was providing everything else. It's not just the aspect that you were no longer enslaved. No, realize, let's real, realize where you are. You're not, not being provided for. You're just not getting it when you want it. I, I, I gotta keep moving, I gotta keep moving because if I don't, I'm gonna get stuck. But I want us to see because this right here is mindset. Mindset says, I'm missing something. I still ain't getting what I want. Mindset. Mindset says, I got food in front of me, but I'm still not getting food. Mindset says, I, I, I got everything around me, but I feel like I remember when I was with him, or I remember when I was with her, or I remember when that other job did. I remember what the other people did. I remember it was comfortable there because I got used to. It was certain things that back there did for me that is not happening now. I'm not getting protection over here like I used to get it over there. I'm not getting provision over here like I like I did over there. What what's going on? And I start comparing what I don't have and my mind is playing tricks on me because I can't see the things that I do have and be thankful for those. It's called mind games. This thing that we deal with is called mind Games we play that our, our mind starts playing tricks on us. It's called mind games. So let's look at this last piece because we got to look at this because this last piece is going to really help us. I, I, I need to define first and then we'll go to this last piece. When we look at provisions, this is defined. Let's define it. Defining this is this. Provisions is defined as the providing or supplying of something, especially of food or other necessities. I'm going to read it again. Provision is the providing or supplying of something, especially of food or other necessities. Was he providing for you? Is he providing for you? 
or are you comparing? But you're missing points and pictures. Is your mind only allowing you to see certain pieces? Is your mind only showing you the things that look good at this moment? The things that you remember that was the small things that you remembered that were good? But it's not allowing you to remember the pain? Is your mind playing tricks on you? Is it playing the mind game? Let's deal with this last one. Let's deal with this last one because we cannot not deal with this. Let me give you the definition first and then we'll deal with this. Presence. It's the state or fact of being present as with others or in a place. I'm going to read it again. It's presence, the state or fact of being present as with others or in a place. Exodus, we're going to go back to where we were, Exodus chapter 32, where we were in verses one and four, one through four, but I want to specifically look at verses four. Verses four says, and he received them at their hand and fashioned it with a graven tool after he had made it, uh, made it a molten calf. And they said, these be thy gods, O Israel which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Now, let's let's deal with this. They are mo they're at a moment in the midst of walking in the wilderness. They are sitting in the midst of the wilderness and as they are in this wilderness, this is what transpires. My god, this is good. This is what transpires. What ends up transpiring is as they're in the midst of the wilderness, the thing that ends up happening is they end up being left alone. What happens? What happens in this moment? How did they get left alone? The way that they were, they, the way that they got left alone is they got left alone because Moses, Moses had to go up unto the mountaintop. Moses had to go up into the mountaintop while Moses is in the mountaintop, while Moses is up on the mountaintop talking with God. They came to a conclusion that they were gone to that. He was gone too long. <laughs> they they start to recognize and say that Moses had been up there way too long. We don't know what's going on with Moses. And in this moment, as Moses is up there, they are no longer seeing the presence that they were used to. I'm going to say this again. While they are waiting for Moses, they recognize that Moses is no longer coming down. He up there. He's been up there for a long time. And we don't know when this man going to come back. But what we recognize is that we do not have his presence. While they recognize they don't have his presence, there is something that ends up happening within them. And this is what I start to ask myself. Why, why would you start to create a calf, an idol, another God? Why would you do that in the middle of everything that's going on? Why at this specific moment would you choose to be able to make this molten golden calf? And here's the
the mindset. The reason why is because at this moment, they felt abandoned. Now, I, I know that's a hard statement, so I, I want to make sure that we are together here. Uh, don't leave me. Don't don't click off. Don't don't get off. Don't. This is vitally important. They no longer have the presence of Moses, so they feel abandoned. And in their abandonment, they get someone, they persuade someone named Aaron to be able to make them a calf. Now, now hear this, they, they feel abandoned, so they ask Aaron to make them a calf. Now, now, some theologians and historians say that the calf that they made was something that they remembered. It was something that they remembered that was being worshipped in Egypt. Now, hear me. It was something that they remembered that was being worshipped in Egypt that they used to partake in while they were in Egypt. They watched these things happening. So while they were worshipping these things, in, now they're out into the wilderness being brought out by God. And in the midst of them being brought out by God, now they're at a point where, again, Moses has abandoned them. And while Moses is up talking with God in their form or feel of being abandoned, no more presence, feeling abandoned. And while they're feeling abandoned, they make something that reminds them of their past. I want you to hear me. They make something that reminds them of their bondage. They make something that reminds them of what God brought them out. They make something from their past. But listen again to this statement. Oh, Israel, oh, um, let me go back. And they said, these be thy gods, O Israel. Hear this, which brought thee out of the land of Egypt. Let me ask you a question. How did something they just created bring them out? I want you to hear me. How did something they just created bring them out? How? How did something they just fashioned, created with their own hands, how did this thing bring them out? How did it bring them out? Tell me. I, I need somebody to help me because it does not make sense. When you say, this is the thing that we just created that reminds me of my past, this thing is what brought me out. Why would the thing that you remember about your past bring you into your future? Why would the thing that was your bondage that you just created bring you into your future. This is the thing that I need you to see. What triggered this thing? What made them do something that was crazy, that does not make sense in this moment? What made them do this is because they felt abandoned. They felt like they didn't have his presence. See, it wasn't, they, they, the reaction was not the same when it came to protection. The reaction was not the same when it came to provision. They didn't they didn't make a god when they when they came when they needed protection. They didn't make this calf when they needed provision. 
Why now create something that reminds you of what you worshiped in your past because you felt like you were abandoned and you did not want to be alone. Do, do you understand that abandonment makes me feel like I'm not protected? Abandonment makes me feel like I'm not provided for. When I feel like I'm abandoned, when I feel like I'm abandoned, when I feel like I have this, I've been left out alone, when I feel like the one that is leading me has, his presence is no longer here, I start to worship things from my past. I start bringing those things out of my past into my present and say to myself, this is what's been leading me into my future. It's called mind games. There was an old song back in the day said, my mind is playing tricks on me. This is one of those things when we feel abandoned. So what do we all need in this moment? We all need to understand that no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, the way that we are able to live after freedom is to recognize that he protects me, he's providing for me, and his presence is always with me. He said, this is not what I said, he said that he would never leave me. He will never forsake me. Why? Because he's always looking out for me. So I want to thank you all for coming on tonight, being a part of this conversation on tonight. I pray that it has blessed someone on here in some form of a way for what God is speaking to you in your life and even in mine because there are always, surely in a moment that we are going in right now, a moment that we're all sitting in right now, we can all be in positions where our minds start playing tricks on us. And what God is saying is, I need you to understand. I understand that there's triggers. I, I get it. I understand that it might be hard. I, I get that. But I also want you to know that I'm here. I'm not going to abandon you. I'm not going to leave you out there by yourself. I'm here always, even unto the ends of the earth. I want to say thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I pray that whatever word that you have heard, the thing that touched you, I pray that it inspired you to be able to make some form of change to push you closer to your dream, to push you closer to that business idea that you had and you have, I want you to find that greatness within you. Can you do me a favor and continue on this journey with me? Every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Follow me on all of my social media platforms so that us together can be able to develop and be the greatest person that God ordained us to be.